Welcome back, everyone, to the Puttcraft Podcast. My name is Reed Nelson. Today is November 24th. It's been a while since we've chatted, um, and I've got quite a bit to get to today. Um, so we'll get right into it. <clears throat> I wanted to touch base real quickly on the event that we post, well, we canceled at Lily Putt in at the end of October. I believe it was the end of October, yeah, uh, due to rain. Held off as long as we could until finally pulling the plug. I like to give people enough time uh, to make different plans and to make sure that everybody uh, is aware of what's going on, which is why I'll generally, in that situation in the future, I'll generally set a deadline and I'll say two o'clock or three o'clock, we'll make that decision because I like people to be able to plan. And also not everybody's checking their phone constantly. So sometimes you, you know, somebody might be planning to come that night and, and, and they, and they aren't monitoring their phone or they're not checking social media to see the event was canceled. So I like to give people plenty of time. The problem with that is it's weather and it can clear up quickly. So, you know, there's some, there's some positives and negatives to doing it that way, but, but that's definitely something that we'll do in the, in the future. What I'm never going to do is I'm never going to leave it to the last moment. I'm never going to leave till that hour before 45 minutes before I'm always going to give you plenty of notice. Okay. Uh, sorry, I have a little bit of a cold today, uh, which, you know, you probably already could tell. All right. So our next event is December 4th at Golf Zone. We'll talk about Golf Zone a lot here today, but I want to touch base quickly on our next event after that um, at Coon Rapids Grand Slam. We're going to do that actually on New Year's Eve. And I've going back and forth on some times because I'm talking to a few of you and it looks as though we're going to do four. It's a short course and they said that when I talked to him last week that they didn't have any parties at the time. Now this is a month out. So, uh, we should have the course mostly to ourselves, but obviously things are going to change in the next month. So, um, you know, never mind that. Um, I, I want you all to be able to get home to your families or out to your new year's Eve celebrations. But my concern is if we start any sooner than four, um, the office folk are not going to be able to get there. Now, a lot of places obviously kind of shut down early. It's a Friday. It's New Year's Eve. I expect a lot of offices to be off noon, one o'clock, that type of thing. I mean, have you been in an office environment on a Friday, New Year's Eve? I mean, what? A- afternoon? Are you kidding me? What's going to get done? Absolutely nothing. Just let everybody go home. Um, so I'm, I'm going back and forth on some times, but I'm leaning towards four o'clock right now. I will make an announcement on that um, by this weekend when I post that. And I've already got the next um, tournament pretty much ready to go and scheduled uh, for this January. We're gonna we're we're gonna keep it going throughout the winter uh, because why not? So okay, <clears throat> a couple of things on Grand Slam. If you go to puttcraft.com, click on courses, uh, you can see all the holes uh, that, 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 that Grand Slam in Coon Rapids has. Now, there's two Grand Slams. This one's in Coon Rapids. We'll eventually play the Burnsville one as well. This is an interesting course because it's a little bit old and it's a little bit beat up, but it plays true. And let me explain what I mean by that. At the Midwest Golf Dome, you may hit the shot of your life and there may be a bump you know, six inches away from the hole that causes the shot of your life to bounce to the right or to the left. Or 
ball might skip over the hole because the hole's coming up a quarter of an inch out of the ground. So that course doesn't play true. This course, albeit old, plays true in that if you hit it straight, if you hit it right, if you play the right reads, it's going to go in. Now, the pads are not ideal, but, and I'm talking about the tee-off pads, but they are screwed into the ground and they're not going anywhere. This course is, um, has a lot of fun holes. Uh, if you're by chance at a computer right now, I encourage you to pull up puttcraft.com, go to Courses Grand Slam in Coon Rapids. The first hole is strange because there's like a walking path, uh, like tile, which is, seems odd to me, but, um, yeah. Um, the second hole is cool because there's these like little, uh, uh, I don't know, oh, I'm, I'm thinking here, like little cavern, little, little pits, little holes, little canyons that your ball can go into. I believe we're going to treat those as a water hazard. We're not going to treat those as out of bounds. And I don't believe we're going to let you play out of them. TBD. A couple of them are not very shallow. Excuse me. A couple of them are very shallow. One of them is pretty deep. And I don't think you could, I mean, you could play it out of there, but, but I think we're asking for trouble. Um, a lot of fun holes. Hole number five is very interesting in that you really almost have to lay up on this hole because if you go behind that little black ridge, we'll call it, um, you can't you can't sink that putt from behind the hole. You've got to come all the way across in front of it and you really need to be lined up straight in front of it. So that's a par two, but that's a tough hole. It actually might be the toughest hole on the course. Um, my suggestion, not like you need it, would be to uh, lay it up about 18 inches right in front of the hole. Heck, I'd lay it up again, six inches in front of the hole. I ended up getting like a seven or an eight on this hole um, when I played it last Friday. Um, 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 I want to point out, okay, there's a coal, hole 11 is like up in the sky. It's really cool. It's like on top of the castle. That was fun. Um, hole number, actually, I take it back. The hardest hole on the course, I believe, is 14. So if you look at 14, to the right of the hole, there's a drop-off. And if you go over that drop-off, you have to start over and go all the way around again. And those walls do not bounce well. It's not like Lilliput where you can launch the ball off the wall. Um, it's it's really dampening and deadening. I'm not sure the exact word here. Um, but that's a, that's a hard hole, I would say. Um, let's see what else here. Nothing else really to note. Um, like I said, the, the course is in decent, decent shape. It's a fun course. It's an indoor course. Um, it's about a half mile away from Lilliput. Um, which we, we, we've always had good attendance at Lilliput, so I, I think we'll have some good attendance at this tournament. And, you know, New Year's Eve, to me, feels like a fun night to do a mini-golf tournament. Some of you are going to say you're crazy. I'm going to do this, that, or the other thing. That's all good. Um, but, you know, um, hopefully we have a good turnout. We will have a good turnout. Okay, let's go to the golf zone down in Chaska, Minnesota. Um, if you have not been out there yet, I encourage you to head out. It's a pretty cool course, actually. Um, kind of, I don't want to say it's out in the middle of nowhere because it's it's not. I mean, it's not in the city. It's outside of the city. Uh, one of my best buds is from Chaska. So uh, he hasn't signed up yet, though. So we'll, we'll see about that. Um, so I'm going to review this course little by little here and kind of give you how we're going to play. Um, some of the holes are strange. They have multiple holes. So, you know, you never, 
which, which we'll get to here. And then I want to talk to you about hole 18, which is kind of why I did this podcast in the first place. Okay. So, um, okay. I wouldn't necessarily classify them as ADA entrances. Um, I don't know if this is an ADA compliant course and I'm using the term ADA compliant very loosely, but if you look at hole number two, there is an exit off the back left that again, if you exit off there, it will not be penalized. Um, now there are parts of the course where if you exit, it will be penalized. For example, if you look at hole three, there's that ridge right in eh, eight to 10 feet in front of your tee off spot. Now I want to talk about tee off too. I'm going to mark this down. Hold on. I'm sorry. A little on air production. If you launch your ball over that and it lands in the cup, good for you. If you launch your ball over that and it lands in the rocks, you're out of bounds. Okay. So there is a difference between the, the raise raiseness. Oh my gosh. What's my deal today? Uh, the raised nature of some of these rocks, the height of some of these rocks, um, some of them are, are, you know, a, a half inch off the ground. I would consider those ADA, um, entrances and exits. Um, and then some are, you know, two, three inches off the ground, which I would not. Okay. Um, let's see here. All right. Hole four. This is, this is very interesting. I'm considering something for this event that we have not done yet. And it goes to the mats at, or it goes a little bit to the mats at, um, uh, at Grand Slam. Now, I'm thinking about putting essentially a box down, six inches off the back, dead center of the of the tee off box. And here's why. Okay, teeing off far left here and being a lefty putter. Sorry, Sean, is a massive advantage on this hole, um, and being a right-handed putter it hurts and, and, and you would never go far right, but I'm thinking, why not we, why don't we make the course a little bit more difficult and say, we're not letting you tee off all the way to the left. We're going to put a little square, um, excuse me, uh, tape down. that says, this is where you tee off from. Now, if we're six inches off the back wall, all the back walls are flat. So the, the there is no back wall that there, there is no risk of your putter hitting, um, um, you know, on your backswing, if we go only six inches off the back, I think it would be a fun way to make the course a little bit more difficult. And this hole, particularly hole four plays completely differently. If you're able to putt from the far left, uh, wall versus dead center. So it's something I'm considering. Um, you know me, I like to make things a little bit more difficult. Um, not so easy, but ultimately we will see, you know, some courses are not crazy. Actually, I shouldn't say that. No course has ever stopped me from putting down tape. Um, but I will need to ask, uh, golf zone if they're okay with me putting down, uh, some tape stickers. Okay. Uh, hole five, part two drops down left. Okay. So hole five, there are two holes. And you see there's a little red sign here, if you're at puckcraft.com, that says if you sink it in the front hole or the first hole, the straight hole, that's a zero. And if you get in the other hole is a two, whatever. We're not doing that. We're not playing that hole straight ahead. Just ignore that hole. Um, there's really not a huge risk of you going into that hole. Um, so we're just going to ignore that hole. There's there's a couple other holes like this later on. All right. Um, 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 um. 
hole seven, you want to go dead center. Actually, when I played this uh, with Sheila, I skipped those those holes altogether, and I just shot it right past those holes, and it bounced. Ended up it ended up bouncing right next to the hole. So, a pretty straightforward birdie. Um, hole nine is interesting because again, you there is a there is a chance that you could launch the ball out of the course if you're not careful. Now, I will say that this course is in really good shape. Um, I'm no expert, but I think this course is in really good shape. So there there's no there's no risk of you you know the ball bouncing on a rock and 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 and, and going out of the course. Okay, hole 11 is really fun. Okay, hole 12, there's a sand trap behind the hole. It's a drop-off. It's kind of hard to see. Um, You can see how there's a lot of sand on the course. Um, If you look at the picture closely, those presumably are from people chipping the ball out of the sand trap. We will not be chipping the ball out of the sand trap. Uh, It'll be a one-stroke penalty like a uh, water hazard. Okay, hole 14. So we decided on this one, you can play any hole. And here's why I played dead center. And the problem was, is there's that little ridge or little hill around the cup and my ball slipped backwards or went to the back wall and rested against that wall. And there's nowhere for you to reposition your ball other than basically in the cup. So, you know, we're going to play any hole on this and uh, that's just what we're going to do. I would not recommend dead center. I wouldn't recommend left either. Um, I would recommend the one on the right personally. Okay. Um, hole 15, we're going to play the hole on the left. Okay. So there's a hole in the right. There's a hole in the left. We're going to play the hole on the left. Hole 17 is a fun hole. Um, you know, um, if you want to go for that hole in one, you can, but it's risk because then you're risking an almost certain bogey if you don't clear through that hole. Um, I played it around back and it was a pretty easy par. All right, hole 18. <clears throat> Excuse me. So this is an interesting discussion that I want to have with you all. And I'd love your feedback. Do we skip 18? Do we replace 17? Do we replace 16? Now, I will say this before we get started, and I'll explain I'll explain 18 in a bit. I've submitted the holes to 18 birdies, and I've submitted hole 18 as a part two. So if we were to play another hole again, it wouldn't be 16 because that's a par three. It probably wouldn't be 15 because that's on the opposite side of the course. It wouldn't be 14 because I'm not a big fan of 14. Um, 13 is a possibility. 17 is, of course, a possibility, but I hate to do two holes in a row. Um, 12 is also on kind of the other side of the course. 11 a par three. Um, 10 a possibility. Eight's a possibility. There are a lot of possibilities. One's a possibility, although one is pretty simple and straightforward. So here's 18. It's hard to tell from the picture. Um, but, and, and here's the thing, this is going to come up more often than, um, in, in, in other events. Sorry, I just turned off my heater behind me. I realized that that was probably causing a little bit of buzz. This looks like a straightforward golf hole. It is not. Okay. I would say, and we played this hole a couple of times. I would say if you don't sink the putt, you don't sink this hole in one, 
there is a 90, let's say 85% chance that you're going down into that sand trap, which is more like a pit. And on the course rules are that if you sink the putt, you get a zero. And if you don't sink the putt, you get a two. Okay. So for the sake of our record books, we're not going to play the zero. That's not going to happen. I'm not a fan of that for, for a number of reasons. Um, the record books are the reason it screws everything up. Let's just be honest. Um, and here are my concerns now. Okay. I, I should also know when I played this initially, I did not go into the, into the pit. I missed the shot, but it, it rested right up against the the big rock right to the left of the hole. And I, and I could have respotted it and sunk that putt. Um, but Sheila played it a couple times and each time they went down to the pit. Um, and I, like I said, I, my guess is 85%. I could be exaggerating slightly, but it's too high. It's too high. So here is my concern with playing the hole. Okay. First off, let's say that we play it where if you sink the putt, you get a one. This is a very difficult putt, by the way. Um, and if you don't, you get a two. Okay. The problem with that is if you go into the 18th hole and you know how much I like drama, if you go into the 18th hole and you're up by two strokes or you're down by two strokes, it's over. Tournament's over. No reason to even play the 18th hole. And you know, when I, when I, when I pictured Puttcraft, the whole th- thinking was that this last group, this final group comes up to 18 and all the other golfers are standing around and watching and that's happened a lot and it's been really fun. This is, this will be a downer because if you're up by two strokes, it's over. If you're down by two strokes, it's over. Um, there is no way for you to catch up if you're down by two strokes. And again, we're not playing the zero two. Sink it and you get a zero. We're not doing that. That is off the table. Period. So that is one thing. It, it, it takes away a lot of drama, a lot of the drama. The other thing is that let's say you go up there and you tee off and you hit the putt of your life. It might actually be the best mini golf putt in the history of man, mankind. And it goes in. It's just gorgeous. It was perfect, perfect speed, perfect distance. It's, it's just a thing of beauty. And then your partner goes up and just chunks it off the rock is awful. One of the worst putts in, in mini golf history. How do you feel about you taking one stroke on them that hole? It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right to me, you know? And I should note that there are other mini golf courses like this. Now, Como Park comes to mind. We skipped 18 on Como Park because it's not even a mini golf hole. It's more of a carnival game if you will. This is an actual mini golf hole. You can hit a hole in one of this hole, right? So I understand um, anybody who's out there saying, no, 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 we have to play this hole, right? I mean, I mean, I plan on sinking this putt, right? I get that. Um, But I just don't like the concept of you hitting a great shot, your partner hitting an awful shot, and you only gaining one stroke on them. Or you going into the last hole up two or down two, and that's it. It's over. Even up one or down one, let's be honest, I don't think a lot of people are going to make this putt. This is a low, low, low percentage putt. The picture does not do it do it justice. Okay. 
So here's why as of this taping, 4.37 p.m. on November 24th, year of our Lord, 2021, I am leaning towards playing 18. It's actually very simple. I hate repeating holes. Okay, we already repeat the holes once. Now we're going to play a hole four times. We're going to play 17 four times. We're going to play 15 four times. What? That's silly. Right? I don't want to do that. I don't want to repeat the holes. Also, and I should note, with Como Park, there was never a debate. We were never playing that last hole, right? There was no sense in me even telling people we weren't playing it. We just weren't going to play it. It's, 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 it's not a mini golf hole. It's a, it's a carnival game. I don't even think the picture's up on Puttcraft. I don't believe. We just looped around to one. On this hole, oh man, I totally lost my train of thought. Um, oh, I know. This hole, being a real mini golf hole, I like to stay true to the design of the course, right? The course designer designed this course as they did. And I don't, they wanted us to play this hole. They wanted us to play 18. They were probably not having tournaments in mind when they made this hole. They would have made it a little bit easier. I'll just say that a little bit easier. This is one of those sink the putt, get a free round. Okay. Um, so I want to stay true to the course. And I do like quirks of different courses. This is one of those quirks. Okay. You know, this is one of those things where people, where I can, where I can do a 20 minute podcast about it. Right. This debate is not going away. We're going to have this conversation a lot. So I like including it in there because it provides that element of just uh, nuance and gray area. And, oh my gosh, that idiot Reed, he's making us play 18. Nobody's ever got a hole in one on it. What are we doing? No drama on the 18th hole. This is crazy. Right? So I like the character, if you will, the character of the course. And this, this hole is a part of this course. So while I will say this, and I mean this, it's a terrible tournament hole. It just is. For all the reasons I've I've noted in the last five minutes, this is a bad tournament hole. This is a great hole for, for, for going out on a date with your partner, for playing with your kids. Hey, hey, Sonny, sink this putt, win a free round. Oh, I'm in the, I'm in the pit. Oh, I'm in the pit. Oh, I made it. Cool. Okay, great. Okay. Um, but it's not a good tournament hole. And, and, and I will die on that hill. I, I really, really don't think it is. But as I said, I think we're going to play it because of the character, because of the controversy, because of the eye rolls, because of the, you know, I, I already think this is going to be a decent, decent debate. So I'm excited to hear your, uh, feedback on this. Um, you think I'm crazy that we're going to end up playing it ultimately? Um, yeah, I said it. I think we're going to play it. So prepare for 18. We're going to play this whole. Now, the drama thing. Technically, technically, if we want it, it would not be difficult at all to just flip-flop 17 and 18, right? If we wanted to add some drama, back, back 18, final group, right? Three-way tie, or somebody's up by two strokes, Maybe we go ahead and play 18 first and then do 17. I'm not saying we're not going to do that. I'm not saying we are, but I'm not saying we're not. Okay. So, um, 
that's all on the uh, golf zone. I'm really excited to play this course. I, I think if you haven't played it, you're really going to enjoy it. Um, it's a really cool environment. There's a bar, okay, uh, which I know a few of you will enjoy. And um, yeah, I'll you know December fourth. Still time to register. I'm expecting, and I, I, I hate to do this because you know you put this out there, and all of a sudden you're gonna. I'm ex- let's put it this way. I'm expecting a good turnout. I'm expecting a very good turnout. Okay, last thing I wanted to provide you a quick update on our app, our mobile app, uh, which I've decided, at least initially, to go at alone right now. Um, I've spoken to a person who is in the app world, who says, you know, there's these drag and drop app builders. Not as easy to use as a Squarespace or a Wix, but still pretty straightforward. If you start building one on that, you know, you can then take it and give it to an expert and they can carry you over the finish line. They can take care of all the, uh, all the glitches. They can turn it from a web app into a mobile app. And for those of you who don't know, maybe this is your first podcast listening. Um, we're going to develop an app, which will be a scorecard app, which will track all of your scores, um, in, you know, of all time where you rank versus other players in your region. And then where you rank against players, um, nationwide. So, you know, we have some big plans for the app and it is a daunting task. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this winter project and I'm, I'm going to really, really, really try to be done by April when we, when we start playing outdoors again. So, okay, everyone, we will see you December 4th, puttcraft.com to register. Have a great night.